H&H listeners. My name is Heather Tapes, and this is my sister and co-host, Heidi Bolt, and we are back. Yay, we're so happy to be back. We've missed you guys. We are so happy to be back. I'm so nervous. You are? Yes. Why? Not because of this microphone, but we are both so tired and giddy. Oh, yeah. I am so nervous about what is going to come out of our mouths. Okay, so we don't typically record at night. At the end of a long day, on a weeknight, and it is currently almost 9 p.m. at night. Yes. Central time. Yep. And we're both exhausted. We've had full days. Full days. Yes. Educating our kids, Uh having sporting sporting events, cooking meals. All the things. All the above. Yep. But it's so good. It is so good. And I... I am so happy to be back. Yes. Like, I just feel like I missed some friends. Right. Um, and it was really good to take a break. We yep. needed it. It was yep. timely. Um, but we're back, and we're so excited for the fall. We're so excited for new guests that we have scheduled to come on and some new Such questions. Such great guests. Yes. So excited for them. Yep. So if you are new to the H&H Hour, maybe this is your first time, and you're like, I have no idea what these crazies are talking about. I don't know why they're saying that they're back. Mm-hmm. Um, we should probably fill people in a little bit on what this hour is all about. Okay. So the H&H Hour is a podcast that Heather and I um, really, not to spiritualize this, but we felt like God asked us to do this Yeah. Um, for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. One, to encourage people, not just women, not just stay-at-home moms, but to encourage people. Right. And to highlight this beautifully ordinary life. Yes. And to talk about the fact that so often in life, I think we all wait as human beings, we wait for the big thing. Yes. We wait for the promotion Mm -hmm. to feel like we have a purpose Mm -hmm. or we wait for the stage to feel like we have a voice Mm -hmm. or we wait for that big deal that we've been working towards Mm -hmm. in order to feel like we have the ability to speak in people's lives. Yes. Or we wait for someone to give us the opportunity. To acknowledge us. Yes. But in reality, so often it's actually the little things in our lives mm-hmm. that are the biggest things yep. that make the biggest impact. That's right. And so we strive to have these conversations, whether it's Heather and myself, mm-hmm. Heather and Heidi, the H&H Hour, um, where we have these conversations that talk about normal life, the things in life that many of you could go, oh man, I can so relate to that. Right. And then also giving amazing guests the opportunity to come in and tell their story, which is unique to us, Yes, but yet so relatable. Right. And usually very ordinary right. to them. They feel so ordinary and they feel like their story um, doesn't have a voice and yeah. yet it always does. Yes. I mean, Heather, the feedback that we have gotten, I would say from, from many of the conversations, mm-hmm. but from some of the guests that have shared really vulnerable, heartfelt, emotional things has been unbelievable yes the, really the, like lives have been changed based yes. on their stories and, and it, so that's so encouraging it really is and it just shows that ordinary life your ordinary story is extraordinary yes. and has a place and has a voice and can make a difference and that is what we want to come across Heidi and I live very ordinary lives mm. I mean our daily lives look like most of yours mm-hmm. and they look like doing all of the the have tos, mm-hmm. you know, all of the chores, taking care of our children, being spouse, all of these things, and yet finding the extraordinary moments in every single day in, in our all or- of that, in all of that, yeah, in all of our ordinary, yeah. and it truly has Heidi. I even feel like as we've started this podcast, it has caused me to look even deeper into that in my own life. Sure, like what in my life is feels very ordinary and oftentimes mundane, right? But finding the extraordinary in that. 
Yeah. Well, and Heather, this, one of the things I love is we've received so much feedback from people, people I wouldn't even expect, who have yeah. reached out and said, hey, I listen to your podcast every week, and I feel like you're sitting in my kitchen yeah. having a conversation with me, and I feel like we're friends. Yeah. And I love that. Yes. Because if my, I love people, and I know you do too, mm -hmm. like being with people energizes me. Mm -hmm. And so if I had the opportunity to come and sit in your kitchen mm -hmm. and have a cup of your coffee, I would do that. Yeah. And I would love that. Yeah. Um, so I feel like this kind of gives us that opportunity to hear, to, to share, and then to hear the feedback of right. the hearts that we're speaking to into. To talk to a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And be able to share some of their stories, which is yeah. so cool. Yeah. Okay, so Heidi, I am really excited about this next thing. Okay. Okay, so you know how when we have a guest on yeah. and we always ask them, um, what about you is ordinary right. and what about you is extraordinary? And we ask every single guest that. And it's become something that people look forward to hearing their answers because people have amazing answers. Yes. They're incredible. So we thought we'd still do those questions for sure because okay. those are sort of like set in stone. Like, like our thing. Our thing. Yeah. We're not going away from that. But we thought it would be fun to change it up a little bit and add something else in there. Yep. And um, bring a little bit of fun and surprise okay. to our guests and our listeners. Sure. Okay, you know how when you watch talk shows or like late night television talk shows and they do the rapid fire questions? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. they'll say a question or yeah. they'll say a word and yeah. then you have to give your first response. Okay. Okay, so we're going to start doing that with our guests. Okay. But of course, we have to try it out on ourselves first. Okay, right. Okay. <laughs> So, so if it fails epically, we can delete it. That's true. <laughs> delete. But I think it's going to be really fun. Okay. Okay. So uh -huh. I wrote down. Bear um, in mind, it's 9 p.m. Yes. And we just sprung. I just sprung this on you. Okay. No, I think so. it's great. I love. I mean, I don't really love surprises, but I love stuff like spontaneous. Yes. Stuff. Spontaneity. Yeah. Who wants to be boring? Not me. No, not me. Either. Ask my husband. <laughs> Okay, so I have 14. <laughs> I told you, I'm nervous. You I'm should nervous. be. I should be terrified. Yes, because I'm kind of the jokester of the two. So, definitely. Okay. Um, so, I mean, do I have to, I get, I mean, we, well, I guess we have some young listeners. I'll tread lightly. It has to be PG. Oh, well, of course. Yes. Okay, okay. so I'm going to say a word, and then you say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. As, unless it's not PG. Or, and then switch it. Okay. Okay. Ready? <laughs> okay. Okay. Go. Favorite accessory? Um, bangles. Makeup or no makeup? Oh, heck, girl, makeup. Favorite makeup? Mascara. It's like mom. You're like mom. I'm like mom? She loves mascara. She's always said she yeah. would always wear mascara. Yeah. I mean, mascara is pretty fantastic. It is. Bedtime. Glory. <laughs> <laughs> What time is bedtime? Anytime. Okay. As soon as you can get there. Yes. Music. Always. Book. Yes. I would love to have more time, but there's not a ton of time right now. But I'm making space for it Good. right before I go to bed. Okay. Drink. Red wine. Vacation. More than is currently happening. Okay. That's a good answer. <laughs> Girls' day. Yes, so refreshing. Heels or flats? Mm, give me some heels, girl. Messy bun or ponytail? Mm, probably ponytail. Truck or car? Truck. Doll or tractor? Oh, that's so tough. Doll. 
in a tractor. <laughs> it's cheating. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, Starbucks. Daily. Season. Summer. Oh, you did so well. Thank you. <laughs> did any of those surprise you? No. Okay. I you know, know you. Pretty, you know me well. You probably well. could have written the list. Mm-hmm, probably. Okay, okay. so um, fair game. Yep. You ready? Yep. Okay. First thing that comes to mind, Heather, your birthday. Cold. Siblings. Favorite. Favorite drink. Red wine. <laughs> it was a toss-up. Between? Coffee and red wine. Well, yeah. Like, Depends on the hour. Both are the drink of the gods, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'll both be in heaven. <laughs> it, for sure. You never want to... Oh, I can answer this for you. I Nothing. My mind is blank. Skydive? Oh, yeah. I don't ever want to do that. Swim with sharks? Scuba, scuba dive. You don't want to scuba dive? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I'm writing this down. I did not know this about Mm-mm. you. I did it once in a pool, and I thought I was going to die. Really? Mm-hmm, I hated it. I felt like I was being buried alive. Oh, my gracious. Yeah. Okay, moving on. You adore? Jesus. Mm. Worst pet peeve? Chewing gum. For yourself or others? Other people. Okay. Favorite product? Moisturizer. Worst smell? B.O. <laughs> <laughs> you have a 10 year old boy who <laughs> plays, plays hockey <laughs> uh, favorite vacation hawaii date night dinner with my husband and good talks dot 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 <laughs> starbucks latte comfort food can i change that sure flat white flat white I knew I was like what in the world I don't okay know. sometimes the first thing that comes to your mind is not always the right thing I there's mean, a spiritual analogy in that okay yeah comfort food chocolate mm. all right that's all I got that's so good so fun yeah yeah okay really good I like that so if you so if our guests are coming on yeah this next quarter mm-hmm. they should expect this fun little experiment H&H fast 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 but they're not going to know the questions ahead of time no just like what, we didn't that's why it's nerve-wracking did okay. your heart race a little bit? No. Oh, man. Like that. I, but I'm a third born and you're a first born. You That's like true. to know what's coming. That's true. And I like to have my answers prepared. And yeah. See, so now when I was younger, if every time, like when I would get a new job or have a new opportunity, I would get super nervous and I would like almost make myself stick to my stomach. Yeah. Because I didn't know what was coming. Yeah. And then as soon as I was there and I was acclimated, I mm-hmm. was good. Yeah. Golden. Yeah. But I think most people I think, are like that. But I think that's kind of waned now as I've gotten older. It's like whatever yeah. comes. Yeah. Whatever comes, comes. That's true. I was just worried about what might come to my mind first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, holding things in, like discretion is, yeah. is so real. And sure. being able to. And necessary. And necessary. Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. So that's a takeaway for someone. Okay. Well, that was fun. Um, if you are a future guest on the H&H Hour, be prepared. You so never fun. know what we might ask you. Mm. So Heidi, let's update everyone, everyone a little bit. Um, when we recorded last month, you were just coming off of a really hard season yep. of finding out that you have Hashimoto's disease, yep. had Hashimoto's disease. Mm-hmm. And, Which is an autoimmune disorder. Yes. Mm-hmm. And your house had been broken into. Right. So now fast forward a few weeks Mm -hmm. and give us a quick update on where your life is at. 
Sure. Well, we were, so we were out of our home for about five days. Mm-hmm. We lived with my mom and dad, mm-hmm. um, just for logistic reasons and for emotional reasons. Right. Um, emotionally, we didn't really want our kids in that space and there was glass all over our carpeting. So we yeah. couldn't have our, our baby and our toddler in there. Um, so we got everything cleaned up and I knew that Kip was scheduled for this great adventure elk hunting trip in the in the West Elk Wilderness and he's been planning this for about 18 months right. and so it was kind of like a set in stone kind of thing like trip of a lifetime for him yeah, yeah. so like so he and my bro- our brother-in-law Isaac were going together and they had kind of said like hey I mean unless one of our wives is pregnant and due with a baby we are not canceling right and so when we got broken into I knew oh my goodness like Kip is going to be gone for 10 days yeah and I'm going to be home alone. Yeah. And that was problematic because at that point, I couldn't even be home in the day alone right. with the kids. I right. mean, I really struggled feeling feel fearful. Right. Just really anxious about having been through this break-in. Yeah. Well, and we'd been through the break-in, but we'd also, our, like, our home had been cased for probably over a month. Right. So they'd watched us come and go. They'd tracked our patterns. And it was very um, unnerving. Mm-hmm. And so I really, I just had to begin to pray, you know, Lord, I'm not going to be that wife that asks my husband not to go. It's also not super conducive to have to move in with someone else mm-hmm. because we homeschool and mm-hmm. we have nap schedules and, right. you know, just being home is the most peaceful option. Right. You have three kids. And productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started to pray, um, this is going to have to be like, Jesus, this is going to have to be you and me mm-hmm. like figuring this out. Yeah. And the super cool thing about knowing Jesus and having a relationship with him is he really does care about what we care about. Yep. And so fast forward a little bit, Kip had a work trip that was to California right before his elk trip. Mm-hmm. So he was going to be gone like two and a half weeks back to back. And he said to me kind of right before it, he said, why don't you just go with me to California? You know, if mom Bennett will keep the kiddos, mm-hmm. why don't you come with me? And so we kind of made a last minute trip and said, okay, let's do this. And so I went with Kip and I just had some time to rest in the Mm -hmm. hotel room. And at this point, I still wasn't feeling super, super great, but I was starting to feel a little bit of change. Yeah. Um, And as I was in that hotel room, it's interesting how sometimes disappointment is actually ordained Mm. Um, because Kip had said, you can go to California with me. So I'm instantly picturing like, Beautiful hotel, outdoor gorgeous pool, right. pool boy bringing me drinks. <laughs> exactly. Okay. California living. Yeah. And so, you know, I had like swimsuits and sundresses and we got there and we realized that, oh, it's actually a business hotel and there is an indoor pool. So gross. I know. I almost put that on your rapid facts question. <laughs> <laughs> indoor pool? Never. Um, and so, yeah, if you know me, I'm not much of an indoor pool fan. Mm-hmm. So that was off the options. And then we were in a location that wasn't super vibey. And so there wasn't much to do. It was around. industrial. Yeah. And just I mean, not even district. a Starbucks within like walking distance. Oh, that's so, problematic. And everywhere I would Uber was like 20 bucks each way. Okay. So, so I mean, it was kind of like, option. yeah, am I going to pay $45 for a cup of Starbucks? No. Probably not. You know, so it was kind of like, okay, I guess I'm hanging in the hotel room. Okay. But God always knows what we need. Yeah. Because as I did that, I was forced, which is so out of my nature, to be calm and to be quiet and to Mm. do things like 
sleep in mm. and not be productive and not get up and get going and start go do all the, the routine. Yeah. And um so what I did is I had lined up some podcasts, some specifically preaching podcasts that I wanted to listen to. Yep. And Heather, I am telling you, it was literally like the Holy Spirit walked into my hotel room and mm. began preaching at me hmm. and speaking into my heart and into hmm. my life. Wow. Um and through those few days of truly quiet, I gained the most overwhelming peace of God that mm. transcends all of our human understanding. Um, and God just spoke so much um, calm over the storm that had taken mm. place. And truly, I felt this peace come over me. And I thought, well, I wonder if this is just because I'm so far removed from the environment. Right. And then I got home, and as I walked into my house, I just felt the peace of God, hmm. and that has stayed. Hmm. And, you know, so Kip was gone on this 10-day hunt, and that peace of God stayed, and it truly took over every moment of every day. And I did not have one moment of fear or anxiety hmm. while Kip was gone, and I didn't have to have anyone spend the night with us. And, you know, a couple of our buddies were on call to come mm -hmm. at a moment's notice if I got really wigged out or yeah. something. And that was not needed. Hmm. And so God was so faithful to show up for me in such a personal way. And in, in such a, really for me, it was tangible. Like mm -hmm. I could, I could feel and I could touch and I could sense the mm -hmm. realness of God in those 10 days with Kip gone. Or actually he ended up being gone eight days. But, um, so that was awesome. Yeah. So with the home invasion side, that was awesome. Yeah. And then with the health side, Heather, um, you know, so this has been a long journey. Right. We talked about this a couple episodes ago, yeah. but um, so I'm pretty sure I've dealt with autoimmune disease for probably about 20 years. Okay. But it's just been diagnosed. Yeah. And so the, the symptoms have been ongoing and very problematic. And then pregnancies have been triggers. Sure. To make them worse. And so um, with my third child, our daughter, who was born 16 months ago now, it's gotten a lot, lot worse. Mm -hmm. And long story short, I ended up with a new doctor and she was able to find out like, oh, you have Hashimoto disease. Right. We need to really deal with this. Right. So we started down the road of dealing with that. And the thing is, is it's just not cut and dry. Right. You know, it's not like take two pills of this and do this and you're going to be fine. Right. It's just different for every person. Yeah. And so, um, honestly, every step we've taken, I've almost felt worse and worse and worse. Mm. And it had gotten to the point where, you know, I was calling mom in four or five, six days a week mm -hmm. to come in and help. Yeah. Um, cause I could not function, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I had some meltdowns to you just like, I cannot feel this way mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah. It got really bad. Yeah. Um, and I started to realize I didn't remember what it felt like to feel good hmm. to feel like I could function in a normal life everyday setting. Yeah. And so I just began to pray, um, Lord, I'm doing everything in my power. I'm doing everything my doctor's asking me to do. Mm -hmm. I'm taking, um, you know, the natural medication they're asking me to mm -hmm. take. I've changed my diet. Mm -hmm. I'm doing all the steps I can do in the physical realm. I need you to show up in the spiritual realm and help change this. Yeah. And I hit desperate mode. I really did. Yeah. Um, and after I shared that episode, I had many of our listeners reach out mm -hmm. and share, hey, I'm going through similar things. What are you doing? And I felt like something shifted right then mm -hmm. when I began to, one, take on these other women specifically mm -hmm. who had shared that they were struggling. I began to pray and intercede for them. Mm -hmm. 
And then, so two weeks and four days ago, I remember the day because it's such a big deal when you feel so poorly. Yeah. The days you feel good, you you mark them yeah. and you yeah. know them. Right. So two weeks and four days ago, a good friend of mine, Jessica, came over to visit. And we hadn't hung out in a while, but she's one of those girlfriends where you can just pick up where you left off yeah. and nothing's changed. Yeah. There's no judgment. There's just love. There's just, you know, admiration and companionship. Sure. And it's such a good thing. And she knows the journey of autoimmune disease because mm-hmm. she's dealt with it for years and years and years. Yeah. As I shared with her what was going on, she just looked at me and she said, okay, I'm going to pray for you because this needs to stop now mm. and you need reprieve. Yeah. And so she just prayed and it was a simple prayer. It wasn't like anything that anyone listening couldn't have prayed. Right. But she prayed it in faith. Yes. And she said, as we got done, I just believe that from today forward, you're going to feel a difference. That was on a Friday. And I said, okay, great. And then two hours later, you texted me, Heather, with a podcast link. And you said, Heidi, I just really think you need to listen to this podcast, even if it's just the first four minutes. Yeah. Because this pastor prays at the beginning of this message, Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure the prayer is for you. Yeah. Now, mom had my little two at the time. Either that or they were napping. I can't remember. But they were not in the in the area. And um, Crosley and I were getting ready to play a game. And so I, I said, Crosley, we need to listen to just a few minutes of this podcast. So we turn it on. And he loves listening to podcasts with me. Yeah. Um, so like your husband preached at church the other day. Yeah. And he was in kids' church, of course. Well, a few days later, I'm listening to the live podcast because I was – or to the podcast yeah. recording because right. I was in California. Right. And he perks up and he's like, mom, did you listen to Chris's podcast without me? Aww. And I was like, well, I started it. He's like, rewind it, mom. Aww, so we had funny. to rewind it. So he loves listening with me. Mm-hmm. And so the podcast comes on and this pastor begins to get ready to preach. And then he goes, hold on. I feel like we're supposed to pray for people that have struggled with migraines. Mm-hmm. And, you know, instantly I'm thinking like, well, that's me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm not even in the in that preaching session. Right. So whatever. And then he made a comment like, if you're listening online, Mm -hmm. like stand up in your living room. (laughs) And I was like, okay, this is me. (laughs) So I stand up in my living room and my son kind of looks at me like, uh, okay, guess we're doing this. And, you know, I'm like, okay, like Jesus, if you want to heal me, I'm ready. Yeah. And he prays over people with migraines, which I've had for 20 years now. Then... He says something, I'd have to go back and listen to get it verbatim, but something like what I took into my spirit was someone is struggling with an emotional imbalance, a chemical imbalance, something like that. Exactly. Which is exactly what was going on in my body. Hormones, chemicals, emotions. And he's like, we're going to pray that you are brought back in a perfect balance. And he's like, from today forward. And what he said about the migraine thing, he goes, you might have been prayed for 100 times, mm-hmm. he said, but this is the prayer of healing yes. for you. Yes. And I am like starting to shout him down in yeah. my living room. Yep. You know, and my son's eyes are big as saucers. Yeah. And I'm Mom just has like, now really lost it. I'm like, Jesus, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, this is it. Yeah. Like, I am claiming this. There yes. might be people in that audience that need it. Give it to them too, but I want a portion of this. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And so, Heather, I'm telling you what. Two day, two weeks and four days ago, like something changed. Mm-hmm. And every day since that Friday, I have felt like my old self. Mm-hmm. Um, like I forgot what my old self felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not needed extra help. 
mm-hmm. you know, and I, I have been able to teach my son in school, which you and I had talked about, like that may not happen this year. Right. You had offered to step in and homeschool him for me. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's been a super, super big deal Yeah. that I believe God touched my body and healed, healed me. You. And, um, you know, I actually shared about it at church live on stage yesterday. Yeah. And I was, I don't ever get nervous to speak in public. Yeah. And I was not nervous, but as I began to talk about healing, it was the strangest thing, Heather. I've never had this happen. I felt a warmth in my hand, hmm. and then my right hand began to tremble. Hmm. And I really believe that the Holy Spirit was wanting to heal people in that place. Yes. And that he was willing. Yes. And, you know, I don't know the hearts of all the people that I ask people to stand up yeah. to receive healing yeah. and to get prayer. Um, and, and it was nothing in and of myself, but it was just like going, Hey, I have this faith to believe that God is able to heal us. Right. That's right. Will you step into this and believe this with me? That's right. And, um, so I don't know, I don't know what took place there, Heather, Mm -hmm. but something in the spiritual realm was stirring and was happening and I could feel it like in my physical body. Yeah. Yeah. And I have, I've actually never experienced that type of, um, like obvious realization that the Holy Spirit is present and working. Yeah. Like I've sensed him kind of in my heart and in my spirit, in my knowledge, but having a physical expression. And the reason I knew it was not me is because I don't ever tremble on stage Mm. ever. Mm -hmm. Like it's just not one of the things Mm -hmm. I've ever struggled with. And I could not stop my hand from Mm -hmm. just my right hand. Yeah. Well, and if you will remember, obviously you do, our very first podcast on the H&H Hour was – a miracle. It right. was your miracle of God touching your back and healing you in a moment. And in a moment, yeah. And I just think, wow, how amazing that God is continuing right to heal you in different areas in different ways, and yeah. that that healing is available for for anyone right. who is listening, yeah. for anyone who can hear our voices. Right. If you need a touch from God, if you need healing in your Ask body, him. in your emotional, yes, yeah. in your emotional being. And you know, the cool thing, Heidi, is that. The Holy Spirit is so in tune with us. And if we take the time to really know and listen to him, because what happened was when I sent you that podcast, we were on our way to Milwaukee right. for our little family getaway. And we were listening. We, Chris and I, one of our favorite things to do is to listen to podcasts in the car mm-hmm. and um, as we drive. Yeah. And so we were listening to this podcast and it's it's this podcast starts and this pastor's preaching and he says all of those things that you just talked about. And I was like, Pause the podcast. Chris is like, what? What is wrong? And I said, this is for Heidi. This is a word for Heidi. And I have to send it to her right now. And I had this overwhelming sense from the Holy Spirit that it was for you. Mm -hmm. I knew. I knew that it was for you. Mm -hmm. It was a word for you. It was a healing for you. Mm -hmm. And that you had to claim it. You know, you had to hear it and claim it. That's right. Um, And you did. Uh, And so I have had this overwhelming sense in the last, I would say, month to maybe two months that for all of my life I've been missing out on something Mm. Um, I have grown up knowing about the Trinity Mm -hmm. the Father Son and the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. I have grown up knowing what it means to be in love with Jesus and to speak the name of Jesus and to the power of the name of Jesus and what a beautiful name it is Mm -hmm. and I have always known the reverence of God the Father mm-hmm. and known the compassion of God the Father and the mercy mm-hmm. and the judgment and everything that God the Father represents, mm-hmm. right? But I think I have 
not taken advantage of what the Holy Spirit is in my, in my life. Mm. And I, I say it like this. I've fallen in love with Jesus a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm now beginning to fall in love with the Holy Spirit. Wow. And the Bible talks about when Jesus went back up to heaven and he said, I'm going to send you a helper and it's better that I go so that he can come. Right. And he was talking about the Holy Spirit and he was saying, it's better for you that I go away so the Holy Spirit can come. Like basically he was saying, it's better that he's with you. Which had to have been hard for those men standing there to grasp because they're going, okay, but Jesus, you are here with us right now. Right. You're going to leave and send us who knows what. Right. How is this better? Right. So I just have had this overwhelming sense recently of I have been missing out Hmm. on an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. Mm. The Holy Spirit is so many things to us. He is our comforter. Mm. He is our guide. Mm. Our helper. is our helper. I mean, you could go down the list of all of the things that the Holy Spirit does for us. Mm -hmm. Our counselor. Mm -hmm. um, He interprets God's word for us. Yes. All of these things that he does. Um, And I think I just didn't pay enough attention to Mm -hmm. what the Holy Spirit was in my life. And all of a sudden, I feel like I have a new best friend Mm. and it's the Holy Spirit. So like there's been this awakening, this this realization of that you need to tap into this. That he's not just the the lowest rung on the Trinity. Mm. That he's not just that third person in the Trinity that I know is there. Like the mysterious one that you don't know anything about. Yeah, like the oh he he'll the Holy Spirit will convict me. Sure. There's so much more to him than that in my life. And that is such a a cool thing. But I guess the reason I'm telling you all of this is that the Holy Spirit was the one that prompted me to listen to that podcast, Mm -hmm. hear hear his voice Mm -hmm. internally. Yep send it to you, know that it was for you. And then the Holy Spirit is the one who prompted you to receive that, to receive that healing. And I want to just encourage people to learn about the Holy Spirit, fall in love with the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. speak to the Holy Spirit. I just had a girl tell me the other day, you talk about the Holy Spirit so much, you pray to the Holy Spirit. Well, yes, why wouldn't we? Mm -hmm. He's the one that is in us to guide us and help us and comfort us. And right. Yeah. And Heather, one thing I want to encourage, maybe people that are listening don't know. So they, I've had a lot of people say to me, you know, you talk about how God spoke to you or the Holy Spirit spoke to you. I don't think he's ever spoken to me. And Mm. I think it's important to point out, it's not as if it's this audible voice that comes over this microphone, Mm -mm. you know, as if you're hearing my voice on this podcast. Mm -mm. Oftentimes it's this quick thought that Mm -hmm. crosses your mind that you go, wait a minute, that's not something I would normally have thought. Right. Or that's out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Or an, like an impression on your heart. I know. This feeling mm-hmm. and knowing that yep. something is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think it's important for people to know. I really do feel like there's literally only been two times in my entire life mm-hmm. where I literally turned around thinking someone had spoken something mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And the audible I mean, voice of God. I, that yeah. had to have been the voice of God, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I mean, even now I question like, what? I mean, was that was the it? voice of God? Yeah. yeah. Because I turned around thinking, or in one instance, I was laying in bed mm-hmm. praying about something specific mm-hmm. that really altered the course of our life three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was so profound that yeah. I went, that had to have been God. Yeah. Because I would never have thought this thought. <laughs> right. Ever. Right. And my response was, heck no. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then we did it. So, yeah. um, but I, I, I want people to know that, yeah. you know, it's not like you are less than those of us that say no. like, we hear from God. It's this impression. It's this thought. And so often that's the Holy Spirit. And this is one thing that I have learned. Once you he- recognize his voice, mm-hmm. once you recognize that you have heard his voice, mm-hmm. it gets easier and easier and easier to hear it. Yes. Because he's constantly speaking to us. The Holy yeah. Spirit is inside of us. Right. He lives and he's with us always. Right. Right. So he, he never leaves us. Right. So he's, it's like a friend or your mm-hmm. child that never leaves you and they're constantly mom. Hey, mom. talking mom. to you and bugging <laughs> you. Like, I feel like that's the Holy Spirit, but we just are out of, we can't hear it. Mm-hmm. Our, our ears are turned away from hearing. And so once you hear it, then you have confidence and like, oh, I did hear the Holy Spirit. I did hear the voice. You recognize yes, it. Yes, you recognize yeah. it and it begins to be easier to recognize it. Yeah. Well, just like a friend, the more time you spend with them, mm-hmm. you know, the more time you're in their home or you're in their home or you're face to face, you get to know them really well. Right. And that's the same way. Yeah. Whether it's with God the Father or Jesus the Son or the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's like that. You begin to recognize what it is that those promptings are leading you for. Yes. So. Yes. yes. And I love the, the Bible also talks about the fruit of the Spirit. Mm. And so if you are in tune with the Spirit, you are hearing His voice what is the fruit of the Spirit? The mm-hmm. fruit of the Spirit is love, mm-hmm. joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, self-control. Yeah. Um, I probably missed a couple, but um, those if those things are coming out of your life, mm-hmm. if those are your first responses, right? if those are your fast fact responses, <laughs> I love it. then that means the Holy Spirit is, you are listening and you're responding to the Holy Spirit. And yeah. I have to tell the story. Please I put do. it on my Instagram, but I just... Honestly, it was one of those moments where I just went, wow, I will never forget that. Hmm. My son had his soccer game tonight. It was a tournament game, and they got walloped. They lost, I don't know, six or seven to one, Um, and it's okay. But the ref was the one. The referee was the worst referee in terms of his calls that I've ever seen in any game. He made some really bad calls at the very beginning. The parents on the sidelines were like, hollering at him and he went over to find out what they were saying oh my like you just you don't do that in a rep you just like you you make the call just go with you it stick with it that's and, right and you keep going right confidence you, in your call you ignore the voices on the sidelines that's right right but he didn't and yeah i think they persuaded him and so he ended up not reversing the call but making a horrible decision to like make up for the call huh and then it just continued. It hmm. continued on throughout the game. And a couple parents on the sidelines had made some comments about, you know, well, that was a handball. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to overlook that. And you could tell he didn't want to be there. Hmm. You could tell his heart wasn't in it. You could yeah. tell he wasn't doing it with excellence. So after the game, the boys all run down the sidelines and we high five of them and cheer them on. Because they lost, you they said. They lost. Yeah. Yep. And everyone's starting to pack up and the field's clearing. And I see my husband start to walk across the field. All the way across the field. You know how big soccer fields are. All the way across the field to this referee. And my first thought was, oh no. And you said it was a young referee, right? A teenager. Yeah. Oh no. What's he doing? Now, I know my husband and I know he's the kindest, most tender-hearted man you will ever meet. So gentle. But every now and then, (laughs) angry Chris comes out. Every now and then. And it is so funny. Especially for a craft store. (laughs) That's a story for another time. But our friends are standing next to us and they're like, uh, what's he doing? And my friend says to me, I don't know the side of Chris, you know? And so we're all standing there waiting to see 
what is going to happen. And Chris goes up to him and we can't hear him, but we can see this kid is facing us. We can see his facial expressions. And this teenage kid starts to smile. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this this is looking okay. <laughs> I'm not going to have to call the police, you know. Um, and Chris comes back and we were like, what did you say to him? And he said, just a little life encouragement, a little life lesson. We said, well, what did you say? And he said, I told him, hey, buddy, everybody makes bad calls, but I want you to promise me that you will choose to do things with excellence in mm-hmm. your life Wow. from now on. Wow. And he said he, he patted the boy on the shoulder and the kid was like, okay, yeah, I will. And walked away. Wow. And I thought, what an example of the Holy Spirit's presence in my husband's life. Yeah. Because what came out of him? Mm-hmm. Patience, mm-hmm. kindness, yeah. gentleness, yeah. self-control. Yeah. And he encouraged love. 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 Yeah. Because what I wanted to do was like holler at him and tell him <laughs> what a horrible job that he had done, you know, <laughs> that he needed his ref card taken away. Yeah. Um. And that's what happens when the Holy Spirit is present in your life. Mm-hmm. You respond to situations and circumstances differently mm-hmm. than if the Holy Spirit is not present in your life. Yeah. And I always think, okay, so let's say that, what would you think a kid was? 16 years old maybe? Yeah. So about six years older than your son. Yeah. And like if you try to put your son into his position mm-hmm. and think, how would you feel if yeah. a mom on the sideline was yelling at him right. at what a terrible job he was right. doing? how disappointed you would be right. and how you'd want to go and tell that mom off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so always trying to like, we have no idea what's going what? on in that young boy's life. That's right. No idea. Right. And yeah, maybe he missed some stuff, but what an example for no, let's Chris. let's be clear. He missed a lot of things. <laughs> okay. Well, he missed a lot of things. <laughs> but, but yes, who I hasn't, agree. right? Right. You know, and, and so what an example for Chris. So this man that's, you know, twice his age right. to walk up to him and say, you know, and be kind to encourage and not him. yell at him. That's Cause, brilliant. Because probably usually what happens is he gets yelled at. Yeah. And maybe he hasn't had anyone to encourage him. Yeah. It was such a reminder to me to always lead wherever you are. Yes. Encourage whomever you can yeah. in any season, in any place. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are because you you don't have to have a title. Mm-hmm. To have a call in your life That's to encourage right. someone, to lead someone, to love someone, to That's respond right. with the Holy Spirit's, Spirit's guidance mm-hmm. in love and kindness and gentleness and with self-control. So good. Yeah. So good, Heather. That's a good word. Yeah. That could word. preach. So you're preaching this Sunday at church. You could just preach that. Maybe I should. You could. It's ready. <laughs> good to go. <laughs> it is. So we... Um, Started school a month ago. Well, yeah. almost a month ago. Yeah. We're coming up on a full month of school now. Yeah, we're on week four. Yeah. Right? How's it going? Um, it's going great. Uh, it's been a huge answer to prayer because, like I said, we I wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to do it. Um, but I have to give a shout out to my mom. I feel like I'm always shouting out to her. But She's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, she had just told me before, like before I felt like this healing came on my life, she said, you know, you can do this. She said, and I'll help you. Mm. Um, so we have, you know, we have a six-year-old, mm-hmm. we have a just turned three-year-old, and we have a one-year-old. Mm-hmm. So our six-year-old's in first grade, but our three-year-old and our one-year-old are in that like very busy phase. Right. And they egg each other on <laughs> and neither one of them sticks to activities very long. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the whole like three-year-olds will stick to something for three minutes. Uh-huh. That's a max kind of thing. <laughs> right. And then Collins, our one-year-old, she's just like all over the place. Yeah. You know, I find her in the middle of our dining room table three or four times a day. Climbing She's up. a climber. Yep. And so 
I was really struggling with mm-hmm. how is this going to work? Yeah. And my our sweet mom has really stepped in and she is showing up at my house mm-hmm. at 8.30 every morning. Mm-hmm. So four days a week, she's coming and she's picking up our little two and she's taking them and going on adventures, mm-hmm. taking them to her house um, and just loving on them. Mm-hmm. And what it's done is it's giving Crosley and myself just undivided attention, mm-hmm. really productive school time, the ability to accomplish everything I've planned out um, and do it with excellence. Yeah. And so those, you know, three hours that we have, mm-hmm. we're accomplishing so much. Right. Um, whereas the couple of days we've tried to do it with them there, yeah, it's been a little bit chaotic. A little chaotic. And yeah. a little bit of like, this would not work if it weren't for mom right now. Right. And so mom's just been a huge godsend. Mm-hmm. I, I really feel like God knew mm-hmm. that that was going to be needed. He orchestrated that. He ordained that. Yeah. And she has, she's just blessed me in such a massive way. And you were willing to say yes. Cause I know sometimes yeah. for us women, especially those of us who think we can do it all, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to say yes to help. Absolutely. Um, That's something I've had to learn. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and I know that too, because I, I struggle with that myself of just like, no, I can do it. I can, I can power through it. Mm-hmm. But man, sometimes we just do, we just really need the help from whomever it is that's offering. Yeah. And I, I learned in myself, I had to identify in myself that um, in some instances that, no, I can do it. It was actually out of a sense of pride. Yeah. Of like, if I do this, yeah. I will prove yeah. that I can. Right. Instead of that, whoa, God sent me this gift. That's right. And I'm going to receive it. That's right. That's so um, so well, yeah, I'm super thankful. But what about you guys? Fill me in. How is school for you guys? Mm-hmm. It's good. Well, if you're a new listener, mm-hmm. you might not have caught that we both homeschool our kids. Mm-hmm. So we're starting year four mm-hmm. here in our family and I have a fifth grade, fifth grader and a second grader. Mm-hmm. And we're having so much fun. So fun. We are having so much fun. I love it. Um, I just tweeted the other day that one of my favorite things right now is teaching school to my kids so fun uh, it's definitely a lot of work mm-hmm. I feel like I spend you know all of my free time prepping school mm-hmm. for the next week but we're loving it and we're doing some fun exper- science experiments and where my kids are we're doing a whole whole unit on land animals right now mm-hmm. and so they're building a zoo fun so we went to the zoo to research the habitats and they're actually like creating this whole zoo on mdf board and making the little wooden plank walkways and it's it's a lot of fun and it's going to be a project that goes on throughout the whole year so um i'm finding so much joy in it even Mm -hmm. though it's not something that i would necessarily say is my um top of my list of things that i would see myself wanting to do Mm -hmm. It's what God's called me to. Yeah. And so I am f- truly not just choosing joy in it, not just choosing to enjoy it, but really leaning into it mm-hmm. and saying, this is what God has in front of me and I'm going to, I'm going to love it. Yeah. I'm going to love it, even though it's not always easy. Heather, I think that's so good. And I think I just have to encourage you because you, so when we made the decision to homeschool, mm-hmm. um, you know, I kind of had a little bit of trepidation of like, what's this going to look like? Yeah. But you were so encouraging and the, that first year of actually having curriculum and planning and stuff, right. you just took a little bit of time and you sat down with me and you're like, this is how I plan for a week. And you yeah. kind of walked me through what yeah. you did and then you gave me some great resources. Mm-hmm. And one thing you said, and it'll always stick to me, mm-hmm. you said, don't try to recreate the wheel and everything. Mm-hmm. Be creative, yep. but be willing to go online and find great ideas. Yep. And 
that was so freeing. Oh, yeah. Because I thought, oh, okay, I don't have to be super mom that right. knows everything about everything because <laughs> no. I don't. No, Pinterest is awesome. Awesome. Um, and so that's been so great. But I, I think that some moms maybe that are homeschooling need mm. to hear that encouragement mm-hmm. that what you said is you're not just choosing joy, you're actually having joy in it. Yeah. You're experiencing joy yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is so true. It's Mom said to me today, or, um, I think it was today or yesterday, I can't remember which, but she said when she saw Crosley, we went to Mom's to pick up the kids, and she said Crosley walked in and he had the biggest smile and his shoulders were back and mm-hmm. so much joy in what mm-hmm. he had learned. Yeah. And she said that was such a gift to her because yeah. she realized the payoff was so great. Yes. And so I think that's the same for you. Yes, like, absolutely. And for your kids. Yeah. And can I say that that joy comes from a heart condition? Yes. It comes from uh, my heart being right Yes. with the Lord, mm-hmm. right with the Holy Spirit. My heart choosing to walk in obedience and choosing to know that that God has put me here in this season for such a time as this. Yeah to home educate my home, my children and yeah. to show them the most love, the most joy, the the most excellence yeah. that I have to offer, not winging it, mm-hmm. not you know, staying up late watching TV, mm-hmm. but going to bed on time so mm-hmm. that I can be up prepared to teach them in the morning and yeah. um that that takes discipline and yeah. I'm not perfect by any means mm-hmm. and you know, talk to me in 3 months <laughs> when we've got a little more a little more under our belt and we're a little weary, but, um, we're going to keep on plugging on and it's, it's so fun to see my kids learning and it's really cool too. Cause my son is fifth grade. And so he's starting to do quite a bit more on his own. Mm. And there's a little bit of that. Oh, there's some freedom in this yeah. too, which is really cool. Wow. I want to say one more thing too, to what you said though, about mom. It made me think of this quote that I saw the other day and I'm going to butcher it cause I don't remember it exactly, but it was basically this, when you're blessing someone or serving someone, it is the greatest form of spiritual warfare. Hmm. And I thought, how I love that. true is that? Spiritual warfare is is engaging in the spiritual battle that's in this realm that we cannot see. Right. Um, the darkness versus the light, right? And when you're blessing someone, when you're serving someone else, mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You are battling the darkness. Wow. And I thought that was so good. And I think someone needs to hear that, mm-hmm. that that cup of coffee that you have, on your table for a friend who comes over, you're doing spiritual warfare yeah. in their life and in your life. Yeah. And that friend whose kid you babysit or that friend who you help move them out of their house and into another house, like you're doing spiritual yeah. warfare. Yeah. Um, and what a what a cool thought that is mm-hmm. to think that it, spiritual warfare doesn't just mean that you're on your knees in prayer 24-7. Sure. Now, there's a time and a place for that, but yeah. it's it's in the everyday things that we do to serve and bless people. In the ordinary. In the ordinary. But that's the extraordinary. Isn't that's it? That's so great, Heather. Yeah. That's a good word. Yeah. That's really good. Okay, now I got two words, so I should be good for Sunday. So you're ready to preach. <laughs> Just write all that down. Write it all down. <laughs> I love it. Cool. I love it. Well, it's been fun to be back. It is fun to be back. I'm excited for this new season. Yeah. Of the H&H Hour. Yeah. Are there any guests that you're really excited about coming on? Yeah. Um, there's a couple, but one particular, um, she is this phenomenal woman that I, I just love her. She's like someone that I get on the phone and we just laugh our guts out. Okay, cool. And yet have such deep spiritual encouragement. Um, 
And then I look at my timer at the end of it. I'm like, how did we talk for an hour and 17 minutes? That's awesome. Um, You know, we don't even talk that often, but Mm -hmm. she is just, I just love her. I mean, I've known her for, I don't know, like 14 years now Mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she's just awesome. I love her. I cannot wait for you all to hear her and meet her. Yes. I know who you're talking about. It's going to be a riot. She is like sass and fire. She's awesome. Sass and fire all in one. (laughs) That's so cool. Well, and I'm so excited. I I just am excited for this season to be, this next season to be one of fun and laughter mm-hmm. and joys. We need that in our lives, yes. right? I mean, yeah. I know a lot of us, like it just, the world can feel so heavy and yeah. lives can feel so messy and a lot of division and a lot of division, yeah. but like laughter and joy that needs, that needs to come back into yeah. our lives. Yeah. So yeah. we'll, we'll try to have some of that. I, I think it. our H and H fast facts will help with that. So fun. I love it. Well, thank you so much for listening. We're so happy that you are um, coming back to listen. Yes. I have to tell you, Heidi, too. It was really cool because why we took a break. You know, I can track all of our listen listens, sure. not necessarily who's listening, but where they're listening from. Mm-hmm. And we could see that so many people were going back and listening to old episodes. Oh, that's awesome. And that was really encouraging mm-hmm. because even though we weren't putting out new episodes, people were going back and catching up or, yeah. or listening to things to guests from the past. So yeah. we had a couple guests that their episode just skyrocketed. Oh, so I love that it. was really cool. Well, I had one of our close friends text me last night and she said she was just wrapping up one of the episodes mm. that was a bit later. And she said, oh, I think it's so specific that God had me listen to this episode mm. in this season cool. of my life. That's so cool. And I thought, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. God is so detailed. That we could have recorded it however many months ago, and she's listening to it now. So, so thanks for listening, and 